0: Hi guys. Welcome to another episode of Life in Transition. If you are one of those who listen kind of often, who've listened a few times and noticed that last Sunday I did not post an episode, my apologies for that. Um, Honestly, that was one of the busiest Sundays so far. I don't mean to make any excuses. I apologize for not having it if you were waiting for it, uh, which I'm glad if you were because I really want to encourage people with these episodes. Uh, but any case, so last Sunday for the first time, I decided to meet up with someone, uh, and then we went out to a park, a coworker and I went out to a park, um, which is one of the things I love in the area where I'm living now. There's so much to do outdoors and I've never really been an outdoorsy kind of person, but, um, with the situation being the way it is, you got to find a way to get outside, get some fresh air, get some sun. So, um, and one of the safest things to do really is outdoor activities, like going to a park and things like that. Cause there's enough space for people to spread out if there are a lot of people there and things like that. So she took her blanket and I took my beach chair slash lawn chair and we give each other the, you know, the distance and we were able to sit down with our mask and talk and kind of hang out. So any case, by the time I got over and done with all of that, um, it was my bedtime And then before that, I got called in for work, which usually I don't work on Sundays, uh, but they really needed someone. And I kind of want to make a good impression taking one for the team. So I went ahead and worked a few hours. So between all of that, I didn't have time to post an episode. So enough with the disclaimer, I'm making an episode now. (laughs) So today I want to talk about the topic for today is get out of your own way. And you may have heard this expression before where people say, Hey, get out of your way. Or sometimes they say, get out of your head and that kind of stuff. And I'm speaking from experience when I say, get out of your own way. I have been in my own way so much that I got to the point where I just got tired of it. Where I'm like, okay, if something comes to my mind, I have a few questions to ask myself. And and with those questions, I take those questions in prayer. And then I seek the Lord for peace, for guidance, whether that's something I should be doing or not. One thing I've, I'm learning not to do is allow fear to stop me from doing something. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Priscilla Shire. If you're not, YouTube her name, Google her name. She is one of the best preacher of the word I have heard so far. God has blessed her with a way to break down a verse and make it applicable and easy to understand. So I highly recommend checking her out if you're not familiar with her. Her name is Priscilla Shire. Um, And mentioning her name, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, great. (laughs) I'm just waving about her so much. I forgot why I brought her name up. Yes, she said, um, and I'm going to leave this part in there because it's funny. Um, She said, when she's deciding to do something at the end of it all, if she realizes fear is the only reason she doesn't want to do it, that gives her the green light to go ahead and do it. If she checks everything, she goes to God in prayer, seek counsel from people she trusts, seek the Lord in the word, and the only thing she can think of as to why she shouldn't do it is because she's afraid, She says, this is usually a good sign for me that it's something I should be doing because the enemy, the devil will try anything to keep you from doing what you should be doing. And a lot of time, fear is what he uses. Fear that you may fail, fear that it may not work out, fear that people will look at you funny, fear you will come out looking like a fool, fear that you may come out looking like a weird one fear of this, fear of that, the enemy uses fear to stop us from doing the things that we should be doing, things that God created us to do, things that we are purposed to do. I took that from her and I've actually applied it on my own life. If the reason I don't want to do something is because I'm afraid after I've prayed, seek the Lord, seek counsel and sit down and reflect on what it is I need to do, the different factors involved. When I consider it all, like she said, if fear is the only reason that's stopping me, that usually is a good sign that I, I'm, I'm okay moving forward. Especially if you're underneath that fear, I can feel that there is peace there, then I'm okay moving forward. So when we talk about getting out of your own way, a lot of time fear gets in the way of us doing the things that we want to do. So I want to make three key points, So I want to kind of take out three bullet points um, to kind of discuss the process of getting out of your own way. So first of all, talk yourself into it instead of out of it. Many times we talk ourselves out of doing things. I have talked myself out of getting jobs. I remember one time I went to a job interview and I was like, oh I don't think I'm gonna get this job. Once I walked into the school, I saw some of the bulletins on the wall and I saw the posters on the wall. I was like, man the teachers here are like, you know, they did this little thing where they put where they got their degrees from. There were a lot of teachers from like prestigious schools. And I was like, oh my, I mean, I went to a fairly great school, but for whatever reason, again, comparison, I mentioned that in another episode, comparison versus uniqueness, check it out. If you haven't listened to it and comparing myself to those other teachers before the interview, I, I denied myself the opportunity to get the job and tell you what, I did not get that job. I think the interview went well, I did the best that I could, and wh- I don't know what else happened in between that, I didn't get the job. And to this day, I truly believe the reason I didn't get the job is because I had already set myself up for failure. I already set my, the minute I started comparing myself to those other teachers, comparing the schools they went to to the school I went to, I had already eliminated myself before I started the interview. So during the interview, even though I felt great, I probably came off, um, Incompetent. I probably came off not lack of confidence and all that kind of stuff that I was trying to muster and hide so that I could have a fairly good interview. So instead of talking yourself out of something, talk yourself into it. Again, when you sit down with yourself and you say, you know what, I I have prayed about this. I've seek the Lord and his word about this. I've seek counsel about this. I've talked to some people I trust and they know me and they know what I'm capable of. I've talked to them and they agree this is something that match my personality, my capability and all that stuff. You know, if you said, I've crossed all my T's and dotted all my I's, granted, not everything is perfect. You're not going to be 100% about every decision you make, but if you've come to the end of it and you said, why am I not looking forward to doing this? Why am I not taking this opportunity? If the only thing you can think of is because you're afraid of failing, afraid of what people may think, afraid of that you may not make it, do it. Talk yourself into it. So instead of talking myself out of things, whether it's through comparison, through fear, through lack of knowledge or whatever it is, or not trusting my abilities that God has given me. Instead of talking myself out of things, I talk myself into things. For example, this is a pretty simple one, but it works. When I'm working out and I want to push myself a little further, I talk myself into it. I'm like, girl, come on, you can do this. Come on, another mile, another half mile. If I'm set out to do a five mile run, literally I'm talking myself into every mile. The route I run now, I'm pretty familiar with. So I can run from one light pole to another. When I get to the, especially on the way back, when I get to the point where I'm like, I'm tired, my legs are feeling numb and I just can't take it anymore. It's hot, I'm thirsty, whatever. I tell myself, you know what, we're gonna run from one light pole to the other. That's how we're gonna finish the, uh, the the rest of this run. I'll run from this light pole to that light pole. If I need to take a quick break, I take a quick break. If not, I'm like, okay, another light pole. I run from one light pole to the other until I make it to the end of my run. So now I've learned, I am learning to talk myself into things Rather than out of things. Another one for me, especially in the area of dating. And I've been, you know, reflecting lately. Why am I still single? I desire to be married, and you know, people around you who love you and mean well, but don't always come out that way. They, you know, it's not God's timing yet. Maybe you're not ready. Yet. I'm like, I am ready. And if it's not God's timing yet, okay, I can try to understand that. But what else? The what else is there that I need to work on that I may not be noticing, and I need to bring to the forefront and work on. On, and I realized I may have talked myself out of probably some really good potential relationships and to be uh, vulnerable and honest with you. I've looked at somebody and I said, mm, I don't know if this is going to work for whatever reason. I kind of give myself a list of reasons why it may not work out with that person. But one, it's unhealthy to do that. Two, I've just talked myself out of, of a potentially good relationship. Whether that relationship would have ended on a platonic friendship or more, I talked myself out of it before I even went on a date with that person which is again, not healthy. And it keeping me away from again, experiencing people and living life with people. Not every relationship has to be for the purpose of marriage. You could simply be friends with somebody. Right. And I know there's a whole issue with men and women being friends. And there are categories for me, there are instances where it is okay. There are instances where you have to be very careful. If you're already married, having a male friend, who's not friends with your husband, it gets tricky with that. So there are obviously certain situations where it may or may not work. But anyway, the whole purpose of saying all of this is that in different categories of my life, different instances, I have talked myself out of things that may have benefited me. I may have lost out on something, some great relationships, some great conversations, because for whatever reason, my biases, my prejudices allow me to talk myself out of something. So the first key point I wanted to make is to talk yourself into things instead of out of things. The second point I want to bring up is that when you're trying to get out of your way, make the decision to commit to whatever choice it is, and stay the course. You have to realize this decision is a commitment. If you're making the decision to go back to school, this is going to be a two-year commitment, a four-year commitment, depending on your degree. Sometimes if you're going to a vocational school, it may be a 12-month commitment, an 18-month commitment. Whatever the length of time is, you need to figure that out, think it over, and decide, I am going to commit for this amount of time. When I decided to go back to nursing school, I had finished the prerequisites already. I knew the program itself, the core classes would take me two years. So I committed myself to those two years. I think there are some friendships that kind of grew still during those two years. There are some opportunities I missed during... Sorry, during those two years... Oh, sorry. For example, I think one time I had planned to go to Spain... And I was like, uh, I'm better off saving that money. I'm better off taking that time to continue studying, even though school will not be in session during that time. So I missed out on those opportunities because I decided to commit and stay the course for that one thing I was focusing on, which was nursing school at the time. So you have to understand the commitment that is required. And don't be surprised when that commitment costs you some other things. You have to choose what you're focusing on and stay The course with that thing. That brings me to the third point. The third point is consider opportunity costs and be willing to pay them and move on despite them. That can be a bit of a mouthful, so I'm going to break it down. Consider opportunity costs. That's the first part of the third point. Um, I was reading a, a blog post by someone about opportunity cost and that was probably maybe a year or two ago and that was the first time i've heard the term opportunity cost when it comes to life decisions you know i was thinking of it in businesses and things like that but life is a business in a way pretty much opportunity cost is when you realize what you're going to lose if you decide to go one way. So if you have two different options, if you go with option A, you're going to lose or miss out on option B. If you go with option B, you're going to lose or miss out on option A. You have to come to the point where you're okay with losing out. You're not going to win everything. You're not going to win out of everything. You've heard it said many times before, you got to lose some to win some. If you go with opportunity A, you're going to miss out or lose out on the things that would with opportunity B and you have to be okay with that. A lot of times people settle for not making any decisions at all because they want to lose one over the other or win one over the other. But when you do that, you end up losing altogether. If you go to opportunity A, you're going to win what comes with opportunity A, even though you also lose what comes with opportunity B. But if you don't make any decisions at all, you lose regardless. So it's better for us to consider those opportunity costs. The second part of the third point is be willing to pay those costs. Okay, we can't sit down and, and waddle in regrets about what we missed out of. You know, There were times where I was like, man, I could have gone to Spain, especially now with the world being the way it is. I don't know when we're going to be able to travel as freely and openly the way we used to anymore. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know how traveling is going to be different moving forward. So there are times where I'm like, man, I should have gone to Spain. I had an op- another opportunity to go to Ecuador, to go to Venezuela um, and a couple other countries. I didn't take those opportunities. Again, because my focus at that time was nursing school. Uh, so I, I thought about it, but you know what? I, I came to the point where I was like, you know what? I made the choice to let go of those opportunities because what was in front of me is what I needed to focus on. The third part of, the thir- the third part of point number three is move on despite the opportunity cost. You know, I, yes, I regretted it for, for a little bit, but I moved on. Because again, my focus was nursing school. So being able to go to Spain was great. Being able to go to Ecuador to Venezuela was great. But in that season of my life, I made the commitment for two years to focus on nursing school. And that's what I had to do. You're going to miss out on some things. You're going to lose out on some things. I know nowadays everybody's screaming out YOLO. Well, yeah, you do have one life to live. That means you're going to have to be very careful with the decisions you make. You're going to have to prioritize your commitments and decisions so that you can enjoy life to the best of your ability. So I know I sound kind of strong. I am very passionate about this because At this point of my life, at 31 years old, I spent a big chunk of my life worrying about what other people think of me, uh, afraid of taking advantage of of opportunities that comes my way, afraid afraid of doing that. I'll share a quick little story with you again. I currently do not own my own home and it's partly my fault. I rented a condo and the owner I was renting it from decided to sell it. She said, hey, because you're already there and I don't have to worry about you moving out and cleaning it and setting it up, I can just count all the things that need to be fixed into the cost and sell it to you for a decent price. I kid you not. She was selling it for about $70,000, $80,000, which was super, super cheap. That condo now costs at least $200,000, right, for the location where it is and for all the other features that it consists of. I missed out on that because I was afraid. For whatever reason, I had it in my mind, well, I wanna own a house when I'm married with kids and a husband and this and that, when in reality, who put that on me? I did. And who missed out on that opportunity? I did all because I talk myself out of it because of fear that, you know, a single woman shouldn't own a home or it's better if you own the home with a husband, with kids. That's how it is for some people, but not for everybody. And to be honest with you, that's one of the things I really still to today, I have to be very careful not to go into regret When I talk about it, because it was such a nice condo. I really liked it. And I would have had my own place instead of still paying rent. So be very careful when you make your decisions um, and your the commitments that you have to make. And also talking and talking yourself into things rather than out of things. So right before I log off or right before I stop this recording, because I'm going towards 20 minutes and I want to stay under 20 minutes with these episodes. So today my whole topic was getting out of your own way so that you can enjoy life to the best of your ability. So three things I talked about to help you get out of your own way. Number one, talk yourself into things instead of out of things. Number two, make make the decision to commit to whatever you choose to do and stay the course no matter what. Number three, consider the opportunity costs of your decisions and commitments. Be willing to pay those costs and move on despite the cost. We can't move on if we're looking back. You got to keep pushing forward, okay? You got to lose some to win some. The ones you do win, make the best out of them. So I hope you guys... You, I hope you feel my heart and hear my passion talking about this subject, and I hope you're encouraged. And if there's a decision you need to make right now, I encourage you to pray about it, seek the word of the Lord about it, and seek some really good, honest friendships, counsels who will help guide you in making the best decision for this season of your life. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. I hope you made it to the end of this podcast and I will keep posting them because I really do want to encourage you guys. Again, thank you for listening. Have a blessed day.